You know what, James? I was thinking we we've come to the end of the season. You know, it's end of episode um, season thirteen. Yeah, it's very sad, but in the great words of uh, Brandon Flowers, you've got to remember while if one's lost, the battle is won. All these things that we have done. The latest pop culture news with your hosts James and Matt. Welcome to This Week in Metropolis. Yeah. 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 Here we are rocking and rolling um, to to our end, um, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And and to the viewers who can see me, this nearly didn't happen, although it's even a pre-record, it nearly didn't happen. Um, as as you may or may not realise, this isn't live, unfortunately, tonight because um, we we can't do tomorrow night. But we're we're filming um, the night after the weekend before. Let's call it that. And um, poor old old man still over here <laughs> nearly missed the pre-record as well. I um, you know was a little bit a little bit sleepy. A little bit of sleepy head. Um, putting one of my kids to sleep. Fell asleep. Wife had to wake me up. That was lucky. As they were in um, Wayne's World, you were partied out, weren't you? I think, isn't it? Think. Well, you know, I think partied out is um, is starting to become a regular thing for me whenever I go on a night out now. Apart from, I mean, we saw each other last week. That was a late night. <laughs> but I wasn't drinking. It's the drink that does yeah. it. It's the drink that kills you. Well, it doesn't kill me. Exactly. But, you know. Not yet, uh, anyway. Not yet. No, not this either. Oh, my God. Mm. <laughs> mm. Um, but anyway, James, enough to teasing. Tell yes. us. Tell us what we're well, we doing. Um, we hoped that you would be able to join us um, mm. as we had one of our fellow uh, friends drop out. But... Um, we went to uh, me, question mark, one of his friends, and another friend, Ryan, who does the music for question mark. We went to Indie Sleaze in Finsbury Park, which was the after party to some extent of the Pulp gig, who are also playing at Finsbury Park. Um, I mean, the the night, let's call it, started a lot earlier than Indie Sleaze, which kicked off at 11pm and then finished at 4am. But I'm pleased to say we made it all the way till three, I think. But by then, the Indie Sleaze event started kind of emptying out anyway. So um, we were there pretty much till the end, I would say. Um, but it was it was epic. It was just an all-round epic. We went to a, a brewery beforehand, which, mate, you would have absolutely loved, called Two Tribes, um, which we managed to get on the guest list because Brian knew someone there. And that was from about half five in the afternoon. So we were solidly drinking from half five till, yeah, three in the morning. Jeez. Um, what I have to tell you, like, I'll, I'll talk about Indy Sleeves in a minute, but my new favourite thing from Nights Out, and this stemmed from a couple of weeks ago. I, I just went for a few beers with a friend locally, and we got um, bikes like the higher mm-hmm. bikes you can get, they're called barrel bikes in Norfolk. They're like yeah. Boris bikes in London. I'm sure there's other names from all over. 
we got bikes back and my mate Kev, who I went for a few beers with, filmed his journey after I got home. He lives probably another 10 minutes on from me. He filmed his journey just randomly talking to himself <laughs> for the duration of the rest of that journey and then sent it to me the next morning. It was the funniest video I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and he said to me on my night out, make sure you film another video and send it to me. I'd done free. And watching them back the next day, I was literally in tears because it almost, you, there's nothing better than after a Of humour. Um, tears of humour. Well, yeah, yeah. But th- th- there's there's nothing better than a night out afterwards, like the next day where you're scrolling through the pictures and you're going, oh, yeah, cool, remember that, remember that. Filming yourself yeah, in the nicest way, clean, keep it clean. Filming yourself, talking absolute nonsense almost fills in the blanks of the bits that you don't remember. You know, there's them bits where yeah. you always go, I can't remember how I got to the next place. Yeah. That's the bit that I pretty much filmed from there to there. Oh, my God. I'll have to show you it next time we see each other. But it was the funny thing. More than anything, I'm impressed that you can ride one of those scooters because I, I was talking about this on that. We had the bike. We were at we had the bike. Oh, right. So you're actually sitting on a Yeah, I didn't, I didn't do it. Because I, I was thinking... Like the scooters, just trying to ride a normal scooter is a challenge enough. I think standing yeah. on one of these electric ones, I killed myself. Yeah, I mean, let alone yeah. being drunk. The the bike the bikes were a challenge. Don't get me wrong, because it was still a good solid you know cycle from yeah. for about ten fifteen minutes. Little did I know. I mean, I'm going back two three weeks now, but little did I know that you have to, or you shouldn't have to, but you should put them bikes in the barrel bays. Because there are right. all around. I don't know if you've got them where you are, but there's spots where all of a sudden you'll see a load of them, almost like you would at school. There's yeah, like yeah, yeah. all the bikes. <clears throat> I didn't know that, and I lit, pretty much just got off at the end of my just road, dumped it in the gutter, left somewhere. it on the corner. Took me about ten minutes to work out how to switch it off. Right, and it charged me thirteen quid. I thought I should, I should have got a cab. Right, yeah. Kev got home. I was already long home and asleep. He texted me saying, how do I lock it and turn it off? He didn't know how. Then I got a text about half an hour later saying, I've just got out of bed to go and find the bike because I've only just realised how to turn it off. Because otherwise <laughs> it keeps charging you. So he, he got home, got into bed and then thought, ah, rubbish. Good on him. Is that mad? Um, but anyway, going back to Indie Sleeves, yeah. So you actually explained to me and Mark after last week's show. Obviously, we had Mark on. If you haven't watched it already, go check it out. Check out all the back catalogue. It's been a great series. Mm. Watch all um, 100-something videos. Yeah, do every single one. It's great. Some time. Um, but you actually told us probably more in detail about Indie Sleeves. For the viewers and the listeners that aren't familiar, how would you describe it in a nutshell? Um, it is it, it's sort of a... a bit of a trend that came up over like lockdown hmm. and it's focusing on the period between sort of year 2000 and 2010 of music it's like primarily pre-smartphone parties and it's like covers the strokes and the yeah yeah yeah's and like franz ferdinand that sort of era of indie music but also dance music like justice hmm. and and that around that sort of time as well um, but it's very influenced, like, uh, 
the nights out were very hedonistic and lots of people in neon and like 80s influenced clothing and, and that sort of very stylish. Too. Yeah. But the whole point is, and there's lots of, that if you search Indie Sleaze on Instagram, there's a, a uh, what's it, an account called Indie Sleaze. Yeah. It's because it was pre-smartphone, people didn't really care. Like, mm. So that, that's what it's all about, just having a good time and not worrying what people no, think and, that, and that, that was exactly the sort of vibe it was it was brilliant and yeah you're, you're spot on um i as as you know matt i wore my new pair of vans i'd never had a pair of vans before nice. my feet were killing me so i was gonna say how did you get on with vans i mean yeah i love them they're great but my feet were killing me the next day i've owned a few pair of vans in my life i've, I've got some at the moment i hardly wear it they look so cool, but in the, to me, they're the most uncomfortable shoes in the world. Yeah, for some reason. I, would say, I mean, yeah, they're they're probably up there with Converse, I reckon, for uncomfortable. Mm. If you're going to like spend a long amount of time in a, yeah. don't go on like a long walk or anything like that. No. And I think I count. Well, I didn't count. That'd be silly. But my smartwatch told me how many steps I'd done over the kind of Saturday Sunday. Yeah. Over 30,000 steps. Wow, that's not bad, is yeah. it? Yeah. So, so you burnt uh, off all the calories in the alcohol, basically, is what you're yeah. thinking. With that. Yeah. Um, but it, it was it was brilliant. It was um, incredible music. It took me back in a weird sort of way because I remember going to indie gigs when we were younger in Romford in Essex. Yeah. And you almost kind of forget about kind of uh, like you said, it's very, it's a very unique kind of period and style of kind of indie music, um, and there was quite a lot of songs. Certainly with the first DJ, that there was quite a few that I'd probably either heard of or knew a bit of, but they weren't like the kind of big commercial songs. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they'd play like an absolute banger, like a, an Arctic Monkey song f- from the first yeah. album or whatever, and everyone just went mental. Um, second half, I would say, was a bit more commercial. Um, the second DJ, but yeah, all in all, just just brilliant. Great venue, the garage in in Finsbury Park, brilliant. Um, Is that the one it. where it's? Uh, but I'm going back a long while. The, the garage I remember had a stage that had like a low top to it. Is the only way I can describe it. I think that was the garage. It was very dark, and I was very yeah. drunk. But it was like it was wicked because we were right by the front as well, so the DJs were right there. I was Mark fell over, spilled a whole pint <laughs> over himself. Brilliant. There was one point, Matt, where party. I I had a beer in one hand. I think I can't even remember if I had a beer in that place because I was so drunk. But the lads were getting me waters as well, and I've got the DJs behind me, the railings behind me, and I'm like, yeah. I got the water and just poured it at my head. Nice. Just because, just because I could. Just because you could, exactly. We could. So, well, let's hope they do more indie sleaze gigs. And um, next time you're coming, that's all I'm saying. We're there, definitely, definitely. Well, on a music-related note, yes. um, Not often on this show, and I probably should, to be honest. I mean, we've talked about bits and pieces like the art and that, and I do, and I do the music for the show. However, I put I've got a lot of music on Spotify now, and I've been sort of purposely digging out the all the tracks I've finished and that and I'm getting them out there and there are some that are coming out in the future as well. Um but on the site that I used to do it, 
there are analytics and it tells you a bit like we can with this podcast. Mm. You can see who's listening and when they're listening and stuff like that. The thing that really surprised me, um, my top country in terms of listenership. Can you take a guess? Yeah, have a guess. See, See where you think that would be. Is it in Europe? No. Okay. Is it in Africa? No. Not Australia. No. Go on then, hit me. Peru. Is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. That was my next guess. Exactly. Which yeah. is really funny. I logged in and I, you know, I don't get a huge amount of streams, but in particular, that like this one particular song, which mm. isn't un- under the name of King Porteous, it's my music I used to do in the twenty in the noughties actually. Mm. Under the name of Lichet de Maison, um, the house cat that blah, is blah, blah, blah. roughly the um, translates to, but it's, it's one of those songs, and it seems like it was because you can all my stuff's on TikTok and on Instagram and stuff like that, so you can add it to a video. It seems like this song was added to a video a reel, um, on Instagram in Peru. Wow, and had uh, had a few thousand views of it, which is nice. Yeah, you're like, big time in Peru, mate. I'm I'm huge in Peru. Number two country, even weirder, Guatemala. So you Ooh. know, <laughs> it's just weird. Ooh, Guatemala. <laughs> Guatemala. That sounds like a like so, a oh, Guatemala. Yeah. So next, um, I think the next season for mm. Twim, we need to go to Peru. Yeah, do a live I'll, show. I'll do a gig. Like they'll, they'll meet me at the airport, I reckon. Mm. You know. Yeah. Who oh, yeah. I, I mean, it's funny when I look at the kind of stats on where our listeners are coming from. But, yeah, nothing as exotic as um, Guatemala or Peru. Or Guatemala. Peru. Guatemala. Where is Guatemala? That's um, South America as well, isn't it? So yeah, I think Peru's so. South America. Yeah. Big South American yeah. audience, yeah. Big, Do you think yeah. that's because of the style of music or has your style changed a lot since the early noughties? Yeah, because that stuff is more um, like house music. It's like electronic house music, whereas mm. all the stuff I do now is quite down-tempo. Um, lo-fi. Stuff. Lo-fi, exactly. It is very much like that. I know. So it's weird. Yeah, it's... Who knew? Who yeah. knew? Big wow. in Peru. King P, big in Peru. That's it. Future, yeah. future. Um, if if um, you make it in Peru, <laughs> like I don't know how how you'd find it. I wonder if you would be able to kind of get in touch with someone in Peru about coming to do a gig. I think I should really. Should, shouldn't that be a challenge? Making, start start putting some feelers out. See what they yeah. say. Speaking of making it big, um, I don't know if you've had this company called Marvel. I, I think so. You know, I think someone might have mentioned them to me. What what they do? Well, they, do, uh, they, Marvel. they do. Like super Marvel. They do some um, <laughs> superhero stuff, um, but they've got like an offshoot called Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm. Um, which chain of cinemas? Yeah, is, is it? Yeah. yeah. Um, no, there, there's a new there's a new series. There's two episodes out for Secret Invasion, which I. I'd started watching the first one and in my old age. Fell Did you asleep. fall asleep? <laughs> fell asleep. 
because I was laying down on the sofa, yeah. I've decided now I can't lay down on the sofa and commit to anything because I will do be asleep you, within about 15, 20 minutes. Do you now stand up when you're watching television at all times? So, um, although saying that, I mean, I was pretty much laying down when I did watch it. So, again, round round marks after the, the night, the morning after the night before, once we'd got a McDonald's breakfast out of the way, which is definitely the best recovery uh, food. Yeah. Um, just to add, got in at four in the morning, woke up at half eight. What's that all about? Like like that. Cool. Like wide awake. And then couldn't get back to sleep either, but whatever. Um, so Mark said, do you want to watch Secret Invasion? He'd already seen episode one. And I was like, mm. yeah, sure. Let's give it a go. There's only two episodes to watch so far. Actually really good. Mm. Now I've, Stayed awake for it. Um, I mean, not only is the cast incredible, like British actors galore as well. Mm. Um, um, uh, Amelia Clark, Game of Thrones, that one, big eyebrows. Yes, I think it... she's in it. Um, oh my god, who's the one at Peep Show? Like Olivia, Olivia, is it Olivia? Oh, yeah, uh, you mean. Who's been doing a lot of um, sort of period drama yes. recently? Yeah. That one, isn't it? Coleman. Olivia Coleman, yeah, that's the one. She's really good in it. She's in it. Obviously, Martin Freeman's in it for a little bit. No spoilers. Um, Sam, the only downside I would say of it, Samuel Jackson is really starting to come across quite old now. I don't know how old he is. He is, though, isn't Can he? Can you do a I quick search on that? Can you do a quick search? I think he's 70 something. Seven, I'm going to guess, yeah. If he's if he's seventy eight, I wouldn't be surprised. Silence says my um... seventy four. Sorry, wow. Samuel. Um, if you are listed, uh, but I to just... be fair, he's doing good. Like for for a guy of seventy four, you think you're doing all right? I mean, he's, the fact he's still in it, you know, that's a great mm-hmm. sign. Yeah, and he's still doing mo- movies and TV shows. But there's just a couple of bits in there where all of a sudden he just raises his voice without <laughs> needing to be. And I was just a bit like, I, I genuinely sat there and laughed at one point because thinking, I wonder if like that's his age that's made him just burst Maybe. out. He's there. getting confused. Yeah, bless him, Sam Samuel. <laughs> but the um. The the funny thing is the story kind of follows on from I think Captain Marvel, which I've still never seen because love the nineteen seventy five hate women. So if you remember, I've that, seen bits of it. Hmm. I don't really I hate women. I love women. Um, In um, just the one, um, no, just uh, as you're on record. Yeah, to, yeah as I'm on record, she'll never watch. Um, <laughs> it's it tells you how he lost his eye. In it as well. On, oh, on Marvel. Marvel, I probably should watch that then. Um, a cat did it. You you don't need to watch it. Hence the there you yeah go. yeah. Because yeah. I did actually ask Mark that. I said, "Well, still, where's his patch? Because he don't wear a patch in this uh, series." Don't know. Is it empty socket? Like no, it's like yeah. a blue. It's like like a man that's got cataracts. It's just blue. Mm. Um, we've said scratch line, but it's all about the um, the Cree and the. What's the other thing that's called? Scroll. That's it. Who are like them alien people. It's very interesting. Great cast. Two episodes in. And I'll tell you, mate, first episode, there's a massive thing that happens at the end and you're just like, holy shit. Because <laughs> it's very mm. unmarvel Because it's actually a right. bit kind of like, oh, God, this is quite 
bleak. Mm. Um, whereas usually they try and keep the death toll down. This is yeah. quite like quite big. So I'd I'd actually recommend this. I've already recommended it to a couple of people. Um, it's the first one in a long while that I thought I wouldn't mind watching it. If I'm honest, yeah. I'm still very concerned of, like you were saying, it like references Captain Marvel and whatever. And I know in a couple of end credits you've seen him. I can't remember what film it is. Yeah, he was in a spaceship That's or something, it. wasn't he? The Sabre, yeah. yeah. So I'm a bit concerned that I'll watch it and I think, I, I, I'm just piecing this together. I can't remember off it, but... And and I am a little bit, but what's good is there's actually they have kind of little compilation clips of them films, so you can kind of piece it together. Previously a, in the Marvel Cinematic kind of, Universe, you know, like, usually at the beginning of each episode, there's usually like some sort of little compilation yeah. before it gets into it. That's what I quite liked because there was them little kind of references to yeah. um, old films and whatever. So there was even a bit during it where it's him turning to dust. Because of the snap, because yeah. the common theme is that he's not the same Samuel Jackson. Sure. Samuel Jackson. He's, he's not the same um, Nick Fury. Yeah, as he as the one pre-snap. So mm. very cool, um, very cool show. I definitely check it out. I think it's every Wednesday. I think a new episode comes out. But yeah, gets my vote at the moment. Interesting. Well, well one thing I saw that not have watched. But I saw came out and I, it was on my radar and it was coming out. Is the new um, Indiana Jones film? Um, oh, but yeah. yeah, I mean, and, and like your face sums up exactly what I felt about it. And hearing they were making a new one, I remember seeing the Kingdom and the Crystal Skull or whatever it in the cinema. Yeah, and thing and pulling your face again while yeah. I was watching it. It's like, oh, uh, God. It's that it's, it's for the listeners, it's that gritted teeth, like, oh, yeah. this is awkward. Oh, yeah. Stop it's doing awful. that, granddad. Yeah, exactly. And that was my problem with it. I'm watching, and this, God knows how long ago that film was. That was a long while ago that they made the fall from, wasn't it? Hmm. And you was just looking at his character who you remember as, you know, this. I don't know. I think it would have helped if, like in three, was a good film with Sean Connery as his dad and. And so on. If Ned turned Indiana Jones into like more of his dad's character, yeah, fine, right, no problem. Well, I'd buy into a, that. And then had a youngster to carry yeah, it on. It was, Shia LaBeouf was in the uh, um, four, I think, wasn't it? Um, and I think they were possibly lining him up um, to um, do it, but he's sort of fallen. Fallen out of favour a bit now, hasn't he? Is, is that um, a bad thing that I've never seen any of them? Any of them? Any oh. of them? No, that's a bit of a shame. You should watch the the first three are great. Like they, they are genuinely really good because they're. Um, I don't know if all of them are, but the first one is sort of a collaboration between George Lucas and Steven Spielberg, basically. Right. So I. It's pretty. He's. Do you know the story of, yeah. of Indiana Jones? Yeah. yeah. Old man. Old man just Hat, yeah, whip. goes about um, with whip. Yeah. Um. Kinky bastard. <laughs> he is a college professor in the thirties, I want to say, um, but in his spare time, he steals treasure, basically. He, so he goes and finds these. Um, he's. I think he's an archaeologist, and he goes and finds these rare things and gets them. Um, and he gets tied up with the Nazis in, in the first film because they're stealing all these treasures from Egypt and so on. Um, yeah, they're, they're brilliant. 
They're, they're absolutely brilliant films. I mean, they're, they're very old now. I think the first one was 82, I want to say, or 84, something yeah. like that. So really old, but um, still great films. But the thing is, he's the action character. Like, he's the man who's jumping from thing to thing and fighting people and stuff like that. And And in the 80s... And even yeah. 90s and possibly early 2000s, if that was when the fourth one came out, I can't remember. That And I think the third one was probably, was that mid-90s, maybe? So I, you, you're a long while. But, uh, but even still, I mean, we're just joking about Samuel Jackson being old. Let me just... Um, I was gonna, I'm just about to Google. Harrison I'm Ford. I'm on it. Harrison Ford. Can you have a guess? How old do you think? I've I've just read it, so I can have an accurate guess of eighty. <laughs> so well, done, just... well done. It's it's fine. Um, yeah, exactly. Eight, that's what I mean. So he would have probably been seventy eight, seventy nine, making this one. Yeah, it no just, one's buying it. Just, it. it just ta- that's what I mean. It takes away that realism. I think. Yeah. Well, with this, I know absolutely nothing about the new film. Hmm. Um, all I know is I read today that it is an absolute flop. At the box office, um, the film cost wait for it oh 295 million US dollars is what that, they spent on this thing. That is close to the amount I spent on Saturday night, yeah, yeah, there Big. you go. So it's a lot of money, yeah. Um, and they will see some of that, unlike you. Um, <laughs> get a bit, they'll get a bit of it back, um, which is I got a bit of it back, but not in a good way, no. <laughs> 60 million is what it took in the box office on the first um, weekend. So it's not looking good. But mad, isn't it? Like when you think about that, how much these movies cost to make now? Well, it says to do with it um, is one of the reasons I don't know if this is true, but I think one of the reasons it cost that much is it included CGI technology that de aged him. So yeah. I don't know if they used it all the way through that they were making him look slightly younger, but it's been yeah. a joke, isn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> but I just think it falls into that bracket of, yeah, fair enough, there are people of my age that have seen the first ones. Mm. But if we don't really care about it, like, mm. and the young people, like even like you're younger than me, you've not seen the first ones. Mm. And they're considerably younger people who won't have seen the first one. So yeah. who are you marketing this to? It's just not. <sighs> I, I think nothing. we've seen this a lot, haven't we, over the last mm. kind of five to ten years. I mean, certainly since we've been doing the podcast, we've mentioned it loads mm. where there just seems they just want to cling on to something. And yeah. and these films were well ahead of their time when, when they, they came out. When they came yeah. out. Which and it says, um, go on. Uh, Raids and Lost Ark came out in 1981, hmm. was that one. So, if you and, that, and that's what I mean. So, I, th- I think you know, you they just c- try and keep trying to get as much kind of squeezing out as much as they can from this kind of franchise. And it's the same yeah. with all of them. I think the difference is where you've got, I mean, even we talked about Star Wars, Star Wars continued to carry on and they'll try and. T- you know, keep hold a bit of that well, nostalgia. Isn't that what they Disney said? They're holding back a bit on Marvel and they're focusing a bit more on Star Wars. I'm sure they said that not that long ago. Hmm. Um, now we're going to chill out on how many they were putting out of yeah. of Marvel, and whatever. But you know what? Even I'm a big Star Wars fan. Even with Star Wars now, hmm. apart from you know, you felt like they were 
hitting the right notes with the Mandalorian. Mm. But even now, like with with that, they could probably put that to bed now, if yeah. I'm honest. You've had a few series of it. Like the Boba Fett thing, wasn't that where we say, well, until one yeah. Exactly. And um, what was the other one? You got a, a, a show curve coming. Now it's coming out, and yeah, yeah. unless it's Even already out, that, I'm not sure. I don't know, but again, we don't know. It's like how big a deal is it? It's, just... it's it's overwhelming actually with how much they bring out, mm. um, and that's why I don't know. Maybe that's the reason why I'm quite interested in Secret Invasion because it feels like it's been a while since we've had a Marvel one. Exactly that. Yeah. If you just keep, you know, if, if I'm living my week to week on a when's the next thing coming out, it's just, it becomes a bit boring, I think. And yeah. like you said, I think, um, all right, um, Indiana Jones isn't one that's been coming out relentlessly. But oh. with that, that's just keeping hold of something for the yeah. sake of hoping you're going to make a, a mint from it, I guess. He's digging up that dead horse and um, trying to yeah. make it run, I yeah, think, and, is you know, it the, is. Harrison Ford is 80 now, like I'm sure he does other films. And as he's got older, like that character like his acting style is gonna change. He's not gonna be an action hero anymore. He's eight years no. old, for God's sake. So make him do other films. I think the sad thing is, and I I don't know how this one ends, but I imagine because it's got Phoebe Waller Phoebe Waller Bridge. Yeah. Bridge is in it. I'm predicting, and I don't know whether this is correct, that he dies at the end, she's and then they're going to try and line it up that she's then the new whatever. Um, it's just all so predictable, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Mm, but, interesting. Hey. Um, I'd like to um, spend a little bit of time just to reflect on um, Series 13, because I think it's been... It's been an absolute pleasure this series having mm. the guests that we've had on. Really has. Apart from Mark, Mark's standard, and he, but you know, he was he was filler. Yeah, <laughs> he was just the filler for the piece de resistance, which is tonight. Yeah. Um, any particular highlight for you, series thirteen? Um, I think one highlight would be Mighty Yell. Um, mm. Because that was a long time coming, mm-hmm. um, and you know, but I said in the episode about how much I love that game, and genuinely yeah. I do. You know, it wasn't just for the for the guests that I was saying that. And that is a game that I I bought the day it came out and I played loads. And at the speaking to someone who was first hand involved in doing that, that was mm. just an absolute um, pleasure to do. Yeah, but it's not. It's not often you get that opportunity to to do that and and have that yeah. sort of interaction. Oh, I agree. Um, that that was brilliant. I think the other highlight for me as well was um, having Jim Zena on, and that was from a very different point of view mm-hmm. of Jim Zena being someone um, and uh, sort of of half Lost Hills people that I've known for ages, but purely via the internet yeah. and purely via message. So like. That being the first time I'd ever spoken to Jim Zena, although I've known her for God knows how many years now, like at least three more, much more than that probably, which mm. was really cool. Um, sort of you know putting a putting a voice um to the yeah, that um, was a unique one actually, wasn't person. it? Yeah, exactly, and yeah. fascinating, but as, as well, sort of 
yeah. hearing about how she got started and so on. What what were yours? Would you say? Oh, I mean, the, again, each episode brought its own kind of little highlights, didn't it? I think, but I mean, the Rick English one stands out just because of the films he's been in. I mean, to have that and his of... anecdotes, like, oh yeah, I did this, and I was, yeah, and yeah. I was Batman, and yeah, whatever, Brad Pitt, yeah. who, yeah. Tom Cruise. Oh, it's just, it's just the fact we're talking to someone who's been in that sort of environment and around them sort of people is just incredible. So he... he Peeking he behind the curtain. That's what it yeah, feels like. It this was, it was. But for me, I think my favourite probably... Um, and they've all been brilliant, so I don't want to discard um, or disregard, shall I say, any of the others. But um, the UK Foo Fighters, because... I don't know. Amazing. There was there was something about that episode. I mean, me trying to keep up with them drinking whiskey was hilarious, um, but but also just how genuinely nice both guys were and such great guys. The actual story about kind of yeah. what they've been through with one of our favourite bands, the the Foo Fires. Um, plus, as well, because I just wasn't sure how it was going to go. Because I know you're not a huge fan of cover bands but they're i think yeah. they're different because they try to yeah. it's not just sing it's not like karaoke it's not like me singing arctic monkeys and pretending yeah. to be whoever whatever his name is um it escapes me this second alex i, I can't remember it. alex turner alex turner that's it between us we are one um <laughs> but that they almost embody the foo fires and it's that kind yeah. of the look the sound the performance well, the, that's what I was going to say. Their passion yeah. for their fans and yeah. putting on that show. That, and that's what it's all about, isn't it? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's amazing. Actual, amazing. Actual moment of this series had to be, and I'm sure you'll agree with me, for a moment, this was incredible, when we had Highland G on and we started talking about the 3D printer. And he said... Yeah, I just uh, made this and pulls out this yeah. I massive... St- I started with this incredible full-size replica sword. Yeah. 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 I mean, bonkers. But yeah. yeah, no, all the guests have been brilliant. We've had a lot of fun with Anniversary Spread. You did manage to win the last one. I did uh, better the, did. this season, <laughs> I think. It's, I did better. Yeah, I thought there were some really close scores in this one. Mm. Um, and yeah, I mean, we've, we've you've carefully titled the end of uh, season 13 as The End. Um, we will be going on a break at the end of this. Yeah. Um, um, and James and I will uh, be going on a break. Um, we are going to have a break. We won't <laughs> talk to each other for a while. Um, and we'll be back kind of around early to mid-August, I'm guessing, because mm. um, we're now in July. I'm going on holiday. I need a break from you. Yeah. Not going to Australia, though, so um, that's good. But, yeah, we'll see um, We'll see what season 14 brings. Exactly. Um, have you got Always. anything else that you want to say, Matt? Um, no, apart from thank you to everyone else that's participated. And, uh, you know, the the people we've had on, um, throughout the seasons and you know Highland G is a good example of that who has supported us for a long long while and has participated in all the episodes and it was amazing to get him on because mm. um, we've been trying for a little while to sort of co- coordinate that and it, it's so rewarding that people turn up every week to to share what we do mm. um, so yeah that, that, that's a, a 
big thank you to that. And yeah, just can't wait to see what happens next season and, and who we meet then because yeah. it'll be cool. Yeah. And and don't forget, as as we've said before, if you have missed any of this series, you can go back and watch it. But not just that, the new addition to this series, which everyone's been talking about, is um, Twim Extra. Um, where we've been doing a little 10 to 15 minute video afterwards. Um, they've been hilarious. Um, some of them I've literally been crying watching back. Um, a bit like me saying about recording what happened the night before. It's almost a bit like that when you watch it back afterwards and you just wetting yourself. So, um, not literally. if you haven't watched it, do watch it. It is me and James letting loose. Uh, I would say. Yeah, it's almost yeah. like, you know, like they used to have like the after dark stuff on some people's, um, yeah. even on certain TV shows and things like that. You might have had like a the the, uh, the later hours version. Yeah. Or, I mean, the, um, or the American Pie unrated yeah. like version. It, it's, it's a bit like that. But yeah, me and Jones don't get naked. No. Um, if, if you would like that as a part of the next season, please leave a comment below. Yeah. Yeah, so um, keep keep an eye on the socials. We will um, we will still be active on there. We'll be talking about some news that's going on, and um, and yeah, thank as Matt said, thank you for being part of season thirteen, um, and we will see you in the not too distant future. Take care. Hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, don't forget to like and subscribe on your favorite service. Past and future episodes can be found on all major streaming platforms, including Amazon, Apple, Google, Spotify, and YouTube. You can also contact James and Matt via Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. They will return in the next This Week in Metropolis. <laughs>